John. Sorry, I was glitching out there for a minute. <laughs> what's going on, everybody? I don't see anything on John's camera, so I don't know what's going <laughs> <laughs> I'm an idiot. What's going on, everybody? Uh, it's Thursday night. Uh, always a good time. Uh, another night of SDGC, and boy, oh boy, do we have uh, <laughs> do we have a lot to talk about tonight? Welcome to um, the annual roast of. Woo! <laughs> 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 so so. We had so so we were already primed to talk about a lot of CDPR and uh, cyberpunk stuff, and then some news dropped about cyberpunk literally right before we came, which we will uh, get live, to. But it's a gift. It's a gift to us yeah, tonight. Uh, <laughs> I, I almost want to say so, I'm so glad you. it happened before we went live. Like we we're all here to talk about it right now. <laughs> Yeah, I um but first uh CJ's back. CJ from Waypoint Set. Uh what's up, bud? Hey guys. I'm doing well. Um hold before I, I say anything, um I she would kill me if I didn't say uh, shout out to Christine, my co-host, my girlfriend. Um poor thing if you're watching this because we're gonna talk about shit you don't care about. Um <laughs> but I, 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 I feel the need to tell her now. if she's not on now, yeah, her loss. Um but anyway, I'm doing well. Ooh. How are you guys? I'm vibing, um, man. I'm vibing. Mm-hmm. I'm enjoying a delicious bourbon barrel gingerbread stout. I added some rum to some nog. I'm having I'm I'm ready to go. I'm just so it's called drinking water. Yeah, water smart. You didn't even put any Mio in that water? Some uh some some (laughs) flavor. I I gotta get some I gotta get some G fuel. Donnie's gonna convince uh... me to get G fuel. Like I know I've I've actually been convinced that I should try it. The next time we're at PAX, I want you to go to the bar and order a G Fuel and Coke. Dude, with, G uh, Fuel is actually one of the sponsors, and there's shit from them all over the place at PAX. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Jeff, Jeff, what are you drinking? Uh, I got some bourbon here. It's fine. <laughs> mm. How many uh, bottles of it do you have? I know you posted that picture earlier where yeah, you had several that. already. I mean, that's just a get. No, that, I only have one. Most of that's my wife's, actually. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, lot to talk about tonight. Um, do you want to start on lighter notes, though? Do you want to start yeah, with some yeah, fun? Let, yeah, let's, let's start, start with some, some fun. Or do let's we want to end with fun. fun? What do we want to do? Let's start uh, with the fun. Why we can we get to the heavy. Let's do a fun Wait. sandwich. Let's Wait. do a fun sandwich. We're yeah. going to have a little bit of fun at the beginning, a little bit of fun in the end, and then a lot of garbage in the middle. <laughs> Justin, <laughs> your, ju- Justin, your definition of a fun sandwich is much different than mine. Um, so we'll go ahead and we will kick it off. <laughs> Uh, by talking about what we've been playing, <laughs> I'm not even going to go there. Um, I'll I'll go first real quick, uh, just because mine's going to be quick. I've been playing obviously duh, a lot of Final Fantasy 14, playing that. Um, why is it? <laughs> Blaine said ho ho in chat, and I had, like Derek had to permit that term. What he's not calling anybody. Santa, <laughs> the, Hold on. just another part. Just another part in the war on Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> she's not actually calling anybody a hoe, Twitch. She just mm. said that ho ho, like ho. No, ho, she's ho, calling me a hoe. And she's right. All right. Anyway, <laughs> um, so I've been playing a lot of fun. <laughs> it did it again. <laughs> so uh, we, I've been playing a lot of Final Fantasy fourteen, but diving into the new content. Uh, and today, I fired up the new uh, Bravely Default two uh, demo, which is uh, leaps and bounds better than the first one. I feel I, I had a lot of problems with the first one. Uh, and this just feels better to play. It feels more like that classic uh, uh, Bravely Default, you know, gameplay. I mean, these games are basically old school Final Fantasy games. Um, 
and it's uh, it's it's very much a your standard turn-based JRPG, just like it always was. I love it. It's beautiful, um, and I'm a lot more excited for the actual release uh, next February. Uh, the only other thing I've been playing is I'm replaying. Um, I finished my Parasite Eve uh, replay, and I am now replaying Resident Evil Seven because that game fucking rules. Love Resident Evil Seven. It's the second best in the series behind four. Good news Actually, for you, John. <laughs> Actually, no, you know, it's shit. I'm not even going to get into a Resident Evil ranking discussion right now. Who Wait, wants to go oh next? Oh, God, it would be hours that we were on it. Yeah, uh, I, I can't can do next. that. I'm, yeah, go ahead. I've, I've been dabbling in a few things. Uh, so last week, the next-gen update for Destiny finally launched. And oh, I've been yeah. Waiting to jump into, I've been waiting to jump into Beyond Light, the newest expansion, until this next gen update came out because a lot of the features that the next gen update um is adding is stuff i've been asking for literally since the alpha of destiny of the first destiny and um i have to say it is one of the most transformative updates that i think any it feels like a whole different game it feels like a different like jumping in with uh beyond light and then these new features like it honestly feels like destiny 3 it's awesome um like they graphics are overhauled across the board it's running at 4k it's running at 60 fps which destiny has been at has been like the big fps franchise that hasn't moved to 60 fps on consoles yet uh hadn't been um but now it is 60 fps and you can even play at 120 fps in crucible um if you have a display that can support that um they added a field of view slider, which if you've played Destiny, you know that game's got a tight field of view, so that helps yeah, a lot. Like b- the load time transitions and like how quick it is now to navigate menus and stuff is one of the biggest quality of life updates that Destiny as a whole has had. It's wonderful. It's awesome to play. Um Is it is I'm it still in the grind to get up to like the highest levels to do some of the end game stuff, but it's a really really good update is it comparable to the quality of life bump that this podcast got when derek joined <laughs> i mean P- that's possibly. an impossible bar i mean possibly i, I but, know um, so i've been i've been jumping um i also started uh star wars squadrons that was on sale so i i snagged it that's a good game um that's a real i've been good holding game. off on playing it because i'm really fucking bad at that kind of game always have been thankfully they have difficulty levels that are appropriate for somebody like me so i've been checking it out i haven't gone too far into it but it's really cool like they totally nail like the x-wing versus tie fighter vibes um of those old pc games it's gorgeous they did an awesome job with it um and then also i've been Oh, go go ahead, Derek. I was just gonna say, I I actually just started uh, Star Wars Squadrons this week as well, um, and and I just want to briefly add on and then let you continue. God, I love that game. Like it is so much better than I it's expected. Really the campaign is fun uh, for a like budget price title. It also runs stupid well on PC. Like, it runs well on on console too. Yeah, like it, it is. It runs good, it runs yeah. super well on no matter what you have. Yeah, um, it's it's like, a very good time, and it's just simmy enough without being too bogged down. Like in the no, details, I think, they, I think they totally, I think they totally perfectly straddled the line between what a lot of casual Star Wars fans would want to play, and then what the sim flight sim people would like. Like 
this, like, it, and it was pitched from the beginning as being, like, a lower-budget, smaller title, but it really feels like the team that was behind this put in a ton of effort to get it right. Um, yeah. And it's actually been so successful that they actually released a free DLC with some extra ships that they had originally said that there was going to be no DLC um, for this game. It was just, you get what what's there on day one. Um, but they added the B wing, and then I think tie interceptor. And you stuff, know, there's going to be more. Re- there, there's going to be more. Yeah, the, that was highly requested by the audience. They added it for free because the game was way more successful than they expected. It's always awesome to see, especially since EA's kind of struggled with some of their Star Wars games getting That's off the ground. Putting it um, very lightly. Yeah, it, it's really good to see something like this do well. Um, and like you could tell, the team was really passionate about this game and it's awesome i'm looking forward to putting more time into it but i haven't played it too much yet i'm also going through a new game plus run of spider-man miles morales for the platinum um because insomniac added one of the most impressive updates that i think any game has gotten shortly after launch which is a third mode uh originally it had a performance mode that was 4k 30 fps with ray tracing as well as a mode that was focused on performance, which didn't have ray tracing, but it was 60 FPS. They added a performance ray tracing mode, which runs at 60 FPS with ray tracing. And it is phenomenal. The performance is just as steady as the old performance mode was. Um, They basically, instead of just giving like a huge resolution hit, it was like a slight resolution hit, some tweaks here and there to some other settings. But like individually if you knew what they looked like before or are looking for them they would stand out but like in just general play um it really feels like a no compromises mode it is awesome and as someone who a couple of years ago wasn't even thinking we would get ray tracing support in um <laughs> any like in the new consoles getting a launch a launch triple a open world game running at 60 fps <laughs> With ray tracing, bodes really well for some of the stuff we're going to see this generation. And that mode has also been added to the Spider-Man remaster. So both the remaster and Miles Morales have it. Um, So awesome work for Insomniac. I'm really excited to see what they do with Ratchet & Clank. And I'm really excited to see what we see from these consoles in the future. So I've been jumping between those. I've been having a great time. Those have been good. Justin, I've been having a great time just being your friend. Aw, thank you, John. I just want you to know that, man. I want you to know that I I'm also that that was uh, that was like a 16 percent alcohol beer. So I'm a little feeling a little <laughs> feeling a little good right now. So if I'm if I'm a little, you know, if I, if I keep telling you, you gentlemen, how much I love you all, please just bear with me. Um, who wants CJ? Why don't you go next, dude? What have you been playing? What have I been playing? Um, OK, so I, I've been going through this weird. Um, I have these weird phases where I have moods for like like hyper fixations on one certain genre, one certain style of game. Um, after the disappointment that was Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, I'm like, all right, I need some good first person shooters to kind of wash away that sour taste that was left in my mouth. So I, I, I reinstalled um, Doom Eternal. I'm playing that on like not the highest difficulty, like the one just below that. So you're not getting the real Doom experience, CJ. No, I'm not, a, I'm not a real gamer, not at all. I'm playing on console and I'm playing with just enough help. <laughs> <laughs> where, you know, um, and I'm, I'm, I'm still enjoying it. It's it's still it's still like the best AAA game released this year, in my opinion. Like, I, I still love it. And then, kind of like counteract that, I've, I've picked up Immortals Phoenix Rising. I put in like two hours so far into it. 
um i was telling finn on twitter i was like uh, it's like the all those budget ps2 games i played when i was like really young they they finally made the triple a version of that <laughs> Immortals, basically and i know and i love it i'm like oh it's like this weird it's like you guys remember attack and the power of juju it's like someone made an open world <laughs> yes all right wait 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 wait, wait, wait wait hold on do i remember what attack do you not remember attack and the power of juju that's no like that i remember john i was born in 1997 the year of final fantasy 7 came out so i i Fuck, played man. video games <laughs> in you, were born, you were born when i was a senior in high school i played in, in the early 2000s i was very young and i played a lot of gamecube games like a lot of shitty gamecube games that um were based on like weird nickelodeon properties so this feels like <laughs> the culmination of it all I, and i'm really digging it it's not People compare it to Breath of the Wild. It's it's not that much like it. Um, it really does feel like it's another Ubisoft game, but I, the art style enough, it, it like kind of carries it. I, I'm I'm really digging it. But the yeah, that's, that, that's basically CJ. The fact that you just said the fact that you just said it's another uh, it's a, another Ubisoft game instantly makes me go like, well, I I I will fully like I'll. And they they they've been in hot water like all year, but I, I I still shamelessly play any massive open world game with like markers to follow on a on a map and all that shit. And I I I, I dig it. I, I I still think it's like it, it's a pretty fun time. Yeah, I mean, you vibe with the That's format or you don't. There. Like it's it seems to, it's not really like like Phoenix Rising seems like it's a very good game of that style. Those types of games have never vibed with me, but like Finn's been really enjoying it, right? From what he's played, so you know. Yeah, and he usually doesn't like a lot of the Ubisoft stuff, so. I played what is it, Valhalla for review, and that exhausted me after like sixty hours. So to play a game that's like, oh, we're gonna trim all that fat. So like the first half hour, the prologue's done. Like it, sorry, first hour and a half, the prologue's done. It's kind of refreshing. I'm like, oh okay, I can play. I can finish this game. <laughs> so so you actually saw the title card before like ten hours of play, like, like these games have been doing lately. <laughs> Within the same session, I, can, I see the title card. Wonderful, <laughs> wonderful. So, uh, how about, um, how about Derek, Derek, what are you, what are you playing right now, man? What are you streaming today, Derek? Tell us about where you're playing. Well, so I've, I'm, I'm still playing a lot of the stuff I've, I've been playing since the last show, right? I'm still playing Neverwinter Nights because that game takes forever. I'm still playing Diablo two co-op with Martha the first time she's ever played it. And it's been a blast. I'm still playing Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity because it's a Muso game and it will take me forever to get to the end of that story mode at the rate that I play games. Um, especially when I'm playing like eight of them. Um, I've been streaming uh, the Batman series, so I'm on Arkham Origins right now. I've been streaming Halo, so I'm on Halo 2, which I will continue tomorrow. Um, the only real thing that's yeah. that's been added that's changed from the last show is that I started playing Star Wars Squadrons, which I already mentioned. I, I It has greatly surprised me. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I'm not a huge Star Wars person. Like, I like them, but I wouldn't even call myself, like, a fan. Um, but I'm I'm deeply enjoying... I mean, if there's one thing Star Wars that I deeply love, it's Rogue Squadron. Um, so Squadrons is up my alley. We're getting a Rogue Squadron movie from Patty Jenkins. Like, I'm doing pretty so good. I'm so excited. Yeah. I'm doing pretty good, y'all. Um, I've also been playing uh, the continued video game that is... Uh, mercilessly tracking everything that leaks out of Capcom and everything to do with Monster Hunter in particular, because it's me. I can't help it. Well, I, I'm avoiding the Capcom leaks because it seems like some story info for some games. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I do not suggest. I, so 
So that was that was that was when I completely checked out. Because the game comes with that, some that's risks. That's where I don't want you gamble. Yeah. You gamble quite a bit when you play that game. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, it's been it's been a good couple weeks. I um, I'm just playing like eight different games, and I'm having comfortable fun with all of them. And uh, eventually, I'm gonna beat like Neverwinter Nights, and then start Pillars of Eternity or something because I'm a sucker for. I, I still have Yakuza 7 to beat, too. Son of a fuck. Yeah. Um, Derek, did you say Pillows of Eternity? Pillars of Eternity. Oh, and I might have <laughs> I might have slurred it slightly. Not because I'm drunk, just because I'm sloppy <laughs> as a human being. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but now I need a, now I need Pillows of Eternity too. Bruh, put me to sleep forever. Pillows. Wake me up in 2028. Like, let's go. That, no, yeah, I, I, I think we could all we could all use pillows of eternity right now. Uh, no. Derek, is that all? Derek, is that all you got? Bud? That's all I got. And Jefferington. Yeah. What are you playing, Jefferington? Not much because uh, I just finished watching uh, all the extended editions of the Hobbit and Lord of the Rings, and because yes. I'm like, I'm like an adult now. It took me like two weeks to get through the, <laughs> all of them all. Like, yeah. One more I chunk. mean, that's like what. Uh, that's like a solid 24 hour a movie. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a commitment. Um, but aside from that, you know, I'm, uh, you were just talking about star Wars. I'm a, I'm a big star Wars fan. I don't know if you guys could see, I got a, uh, I've got a, um, force awakens poster here and a rogue one poster here. I got my R2 with the Santa hat. Jeff, Jeff, we've been close friends for years now. And I, I, this is the first I've ever heard about you being a Star Wars fan. I got to tell you. Like, I. That this, seems unlikely. This comes as a huge shock to me. <laughs> I did stop talking about Star Wars when The Last Jedi came out. So uh, that, that might be part of it. But um, yeah, so, you know, I've been watching Clone Wars. Uh, I'm rewatching the original trilogy. I'm just, I'm eating really good. Uh, and then we got Mandalorian season finale tomorrow. So I also picked up uh, Star Wars Squadrons this week because uh, it was on sale, uh, and I'm enjoying it with my Thrustmaster T16000M. Uh, I don't have the throttle control because I'm cheap, and this was on sale for like 60 bucks last year. But you know, I played Ace Combat with it and Flight Sim, and now Squadrons. So uh, I'm getting some good use out of it. But um, yeah, I don't have much to add to Squadrons uh, on top of what you guys already said. It's just a good, good old-fashioned Star Wars ass Star Wars game. I like that. There's a little bit of story and some characters, but it doesn't really like get in the way. A lot of that's optional. You can kind of interact with them in the hangar and in between the briefings, but you don't have to. Um, and it's funny because I'm like usually uh, pretty big on story for games, but I don't know. In this one, it, the story's not bad. It's kind of like how I feel about most Star Wars stories and games. I'm like, it's it's fine. It's giving me a reason to do the things that the game wants me to do. Um, but uh, yeah, so I don't know. It's it's good. I will say I'm also bad at it, which is funny because, like, I obviously my flight simulator skills do not carry over to Star Wars Squadrons. It's a, which is weird because they're two <laughs> extremely similar games. I don't understand yeah, uh, why those. Well, it's like the controls fuck me up a little bit too. I'm getting too technical, but like, I don't know. The like banking in this game is not the same. Normally, you'd like move one of the. Uh, it just controls entirely differently. And there's a few like. Yeah, because you gotta like boost and then and then boost again while boosting with a turn, and it cuts yeah. the boost and drifts. It's very weird. But normally, like in a regular flight game, you drop the wing and gravity would actually like pull you down, and you would do a bank. But in this one, you actually have to like move the stick to the left to turn horizontally on that axis. I don't know. It's it just like it it required a bit of mental adjustment because I've got muscle memory from those other ones. But um, yeah, cool. no, it's the, the missions are nice and tight and. Um, it kind of eases you into it, but I just did one 
mission. It was just so Star Wars. Like, there's kind of like an outpost, and you have to first, uh, you kind of like protect a Corvette for a little bit. Then you actually have to do a bombing run where you kind of go inside, like around the perimeter of the thing. And the gravity is cool because, like, the bombs don't just drop straight down, they just drop straight down based on the orientation of your craft because, like, all the gravity is simulated. So, like, you can just turn sideways and the bombs go sideways. It's, uh, it's a fun game. It's it's just really fun. I'm also really bad at it. So, yeah. I'm 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 curious. I don't like dogfighting games at all, or I'm not like too into them. Like, how 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 much enjoyment will I get out of this? Simple if I if I'm more into like multiplayer shoot because I really want to play the multiplayer. I think it looks fun. Like how how much will I get out of it if I'm not into flight stuff? I think it's easier to control than most flight games. Like it's definitely easier yeah. to control than say Ace Combat, just because. But it's still, I mean, it's still a dogfighting game. Though. I mean, like, yes, but I, like I it controls. I don't know. I, I don't know because because your standard control is up down left right not roll up like that like I think it feels more like vehicle combat in a lot of shooter games rather than dog fighting but like again it's still not gonna feel like a traditional shooter it's still probably gonna feel closer to you know I'm sorry Oh. Derek fucking shitting in everybody's cereal over here. God damn it, Derek. Well, now I'm I'm not house trained. I feel even more left out. You guys are having fun with your dogfight game. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So so is it time? So okay. So there's a lot I, I think Jeff wanted. I think Jeff wanted. I think I thought uh, Justin you had you had a small thing to lead us into. Well, I, I I'll go. I'll go into that stuff later. I think. Okay, Jeff, okay. I, I know Jeff has really wanted to start on. Yeah, some of this Jeff. Stuff, why don't you, I think, Jeff? I think you... a lot of. I think a lot of what he says is going to reflect a okay. lot of what we've been thinking. So, so, so Jeff, why don't you? Why don't you launch us into our main, uh, our main, our main course tonight, so to speak? Um. Yeah. I mean, I'm. You know, maybe Justin wants to lead you guys into the technical side of things because there's obviously a lot to talk about there. I'm. Uh, I basically just want to say like. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't have much to add to this game, uh, in terms of what you guys are probably going to be talking about. Like, I'm, I'm just fucking mad. All right. I'm really mad about this game. Uh, and like two months ago, I was mostly like apathetic. Uh, and I, I think that was wrong also. And I want to, I want to put this in context, like a little bit of a journey that I've gone on, because I think a lot of other people need to take the same journey that I took with this game. So I want to relay that experience. And I think it's important this is a game that I was really excited about a few years ago. We should uh, be clear. We haven't said the words Cyberpunk 2077 yet. <laughs> I know that's <laughs> probably yeah, obvious from context, but <laughs> yeah, this it's game, okay. Yeah. They can't okay. come find us because we said it out loud. This isn't Twitter. Okay. They can't talk to all of us. Yeah. Um, you know, I, Witcher 3 is one of my favorite games of all time, right? It was, I put it on our Games of Generation list that we just did not that long ago. I love open world games. I love triple A games. I fucking love RPGs. This game had everything that I wanted to like, and I was excited for it at some point. And then we kind of just had a series of problems. And I think where a lot of my anger has come from the last couple weeks is that I think the conversation has moved on. And that's natural and expected because I think there's only so much you can say about certain topics before there's nothing left to say. And a lot of people, uh, a lot of like straight white people like myself just can't say that much on it because we don't have the perspective. But it still doesn't sit right with me that like uh, people are here talking about the frame rate and I'm still kind of like 
isn't this whole company just really fucking shitty? Like, I think I was coming at it this with a perspective like, you know, and I want to preface this with saying, I'm not calling anyone who buys this game or plays this game a bad person. Right. Uh, I'm not here to cast that judgment on you. There are people that are going to buy and play this game and write really good pieces on it. And I think if you play it, you should be playing it for the right reasons. But the way I approach this is um, it took a lot of listening and a lot of reading for me and some very good friends and even some people on the crew here. But we had a lot of transphobic tweets from CDPR. Their yeah. crunch with the studio has been well documented. And I basically just had a lot of friends and a lot of people that I know say like, hey, uh, you can play this game, but the idea of someone just going in and ignoring this stuff and enjoying this game, it really bothers me. And I kind of had to search for a point where I was like, initially I was just not playing this game because I was told I shouldn't play this game. And that's, I wasn't comfortable with being there. I think we need to get to a point where you genuinely don't want to play this game. Or if you do, it makes you feel a little cruddy. And that's kind of where I'm at now, where I'm like, you know, it's easy for me, uh, the person I am, to kind of look at these issues and these hostile attitudes that this company has towards a lot of minorities in the community and say, oh, that's like, a you know, a little rock here. I can just step around this. But for those people, it's not a little rock. It's a fucking mountain of problems. And they can't just walk around it because it's all that they fucking see. And I think a lot of us need to look at it from their perspective and give that the intention that it's due. So I'm at the point where, like, I mean, it's still a product that's being sold for money. People are still right to be angry that the thing they bought doesn't work. But none of that even fucking registers for me because I'm still at the point where this company sucks ass. They're openly hostile to people. They never fucking apologize for it. They wrote one sentence that said, sorry if you were offended. And then when the game came out and had some floating NPCs, they wrote a fucking novel on it. Yeah, like, like the, I, the disparity between that is not proportional. So I'm sorry, I can't pretend to give a shit that the game is broken because if it looks like a duck and it walks like a duck and it quacks like a duck, I'm sorry, this whole company and this game fucking stinks. And I, I'm gonna let you guys go on in a minute, but like, I don't care. I mean, I feel bad for some of the developers. I'm sure there's good people that work many years to work on this game. But it's not my job to make sure they get paid. It's that fucking company's job, and I'm not putting that on my conscience. So I'm sorry. That's not my responsibility. Someone else needs to fucking deal with that. I don't know. That's that's no, my take on I, this game. No, dude, you killed I, it. Like I I agree. I I, I agree 100. And I'll say this. Um, you know, <clears throat> especially for us here on this podcast, like you know, SCGC is more than just a podcast. We have this. We have a whole Discord with hundreds of people in there. We have a large trans community we have a large lgbtq community um and i remember who here remembers that tweet that cdpr put out i think it was maybe like a year ago or so when they were like did you just assume our gender and uh and yeah. i'm and, and yeah and, and, and like, like gog oh, made like an attack helicopter joke or something yeah right? and i'm like, like oh and it's the Jesus same company so christ yeah. like are you are you fuck are you fucking kidding me um i i, I was never going to purchase this anyway right because i and like you know, I said this on chat or I said this on Twitter, and I'll say it again here. And just like Jeff said, I'm there are great people at this company. Like, like I like like most of the bullshit happening right now is the responsibility of senior leadership and the social media team, right? Like, I am sure there are tons of good people who are actually making the game and just want to make a good game for people to play. That being said, that doesn't mean that this company doesn't need to be held to account for the mistakes it's made. 
And it, it's not just it's not just a matter of of bigoted statements or shitty or incendiary, um, you know, you know, lines of thought. It's also the fact that right now, I mean, they are just being straight up 100 percent dishonest with consumers in regards to the state of the console game and oh, hold on, Justin, I want to get, I want to get you just a second, Justin, but before I do, I want to, I want to kick it over to um, our guests. Cause I want to make sure that CJ has, has a chance to cut in on this. Um, <laughs> CJ, I, I like, and again, like, you know, there is no judgment levied against anybody in this podcast. You might've bought it. Right. Like at the end of the day, it's a video game. And if you want, yeah. you know, do what you will with your money. Um, I just like, have you picked up, uh, have you picked up um, Cyberpunk? And if not, are you planning to? And I don't know what are you, what are your feelings on all this? Let me let me preface this. I I, I like Jeff was like he he kind of nailed it with my feelings. I was I was initially looking forward to it. I don't like The Witcher Three though. Or at least I've tried playing it, and I, man, I really can't get into it. A man of taste, uh, <laughs> but like you know. I, I finished Red Dead 2 earlier this year, and I'm like, all right, I need that next sort of game to live in, and nothing has scratched that itch. Ghost of Tsushima disappointed me. Last of Us Part 2 disappointed me. Um, other things I've tried to kind of get into ha- haven't really, you know, hit that thing. Cyberpunk looked to be it. I'm like, okay, it's like a game where I could live in. I could really, you know, just sort of, like, you know, sink so much time into. Um, then, I don't remember, you know, this summer specifically, I don't know, like, CDPR was just trying their damnedest to make this game as unappealing as possible uh, to me with the, the the transphobic stuff man the absolute um disrespect to uh you know latinx minorities um that, that oh my god like, yes oh my god and i'm like so you know, even after that i was and, and then the crunch stuff came out i was still kind of like you know what i still I'm, i still have like a, a curiosity about this game right like i'm still very, i'm still i'm still a bit curious to see what this uh what this is all about it, you know, it could still be fun again if I go into it knowing damn well there are a lot of issues with it. Um, after I played through Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War and realized, holy shit, a lot of these major games are fucking racist against people like me. I can't, with good conscience, spend my own money supporting it. Uh, and again, it's also completely fucking broken on the one console I own I can play it on. So that's that doesn't really help it either. Right? Like I, I hope friends. it's not play. I, I hope you were you know, if it's PlayStation, you, like you can't even buy it anymore anyway. Yeah, Listen, well, like, so. yeah, literally right before we started, I'm like, sorry guys, I'm trying to buy a cyberphone on PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I you know, again, even friends telling me, hey, look, uh, we're playing it on base PS4. It's fine. Like we haven't had much issues with it. That you know, I, I'm still like scared to buy it. Even again, barring all the issues, which um, I, I've already said. Um, so at this point, I don't think I'm gonna play it at all. Yeah. Um, even if I really wanted to, there's no way for me to play it right now. So I, it, that doesn't necessarily help it either. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's sort of where I stand on it. Justin, so Justin, I know you wanted to. So I know you want, yeah, go ahead. So before before I get into kind of what I was going to take the lead on, I do also want to say something because I personally, um, two things. One, I haven't said too much about some of these issues because. I know my voice isn't the one that people want to hear about this stuff. Two, I also did not buy the game because of a lot of these issues. And I personally do not like to criticize thematic content, especially, you know, problematic stuff and writing-wise, unless I have the thing and have experienced it. So I haven't said that stuff too much, but I do want to say kind of the thing that I realized 
before launch when I fully decided I wasn't going to buy this game um, is that so one issue I've had with a lot of types of criticism is they don't make a difference between just something purely like a mistake that was made purely out of ignorance and one that was purely made out of malice. There's kind of a an assumption of malice in a lot of criticisms that doesn't sit right with me because I can usually parse through and understand how a mistake was made. However, um, CDPR has literally had two and a half years of feedback on some of these issues. Um, you know, the transphobic stuff was sh- or initially shown in marketing for the ray tracing features, like in a partnership with NVIDIA. Um, oh, I read an article, you know, about Jackie and like poorly written Latinx characters years ago. They've had time to address this stuff and they clearly did not. And that was the thing where it crossed over from, oh, I get maybe, you know, they were going for stuff or maybe we have it out of context to it seeming more malicious or, you know, at best they just didn't care. And what? that was the that was the tipping point for me. Are we um, cool? Where I was like, you know what, I can't, I can't buy this game. Are we cool if I? Because we've we've actually, we've actually been talking a lot about a lot of what kind of how I guess we would say um, CD Projekt is is shitty to and shitty to a lot of groups and especially like the LGBTQ community. Um, we've referenced like some shitty tweets they've made, but like, are we cool with me kind of laying out some of the shit that's actually? in the game and some of the shitty represent because we haven't actually really yeah, pointed. I, I, like, I was actually I was actually gonna bring that up, but please yeah. there, go as ahead. As our resident as as one of our resident queers and our our resident gender fucked whatever I am, um I think I'm I'm in the best position to to be as loud as I fucking want. Um so we start with uh you know obviously the tweets from before the game was even heavily marketed put us in kind of a bad position where uh, the LGBTQ community doesn't feel good about the like how those sort of subjects will be handled, especially because cyberpunk as a genre tends to be very, very queer. I mean, it's, it's fucking punk. Punk is very queer. Um, it just it it is. Um, and this whole marketing shit around the 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 trans model hawking the energy drinks with the the neon cybernetic penis that's on backwards um is kind of fucked up because there's a long history in this country of men fetishizing trans women it's all about the penis it's all about their dick that they still have that it's all about fetishizing them as a sexual object around the fact that they are women physically ideally to the straight man in every way but that um and men will will I'm gonna get crude here for a bit because I'm kind of mad. Please, men will fucking jack off left and right to trans women in porn and never publicly admit it, despite the fact that public statistics show that, like statistically speaking, most of you, st- more of you straight men in chat than not have have looked for it at least once. Um, but then when it comes to trans people's rights and their dignity, they don't get that. So trans people don't get to exist as anything but a sex object and a fetish symbol. Because they don't view trans people as real people. Right, 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 right. You know, um, 
So so you get that where that's all that you show. And then there's the complaints about the character creator, which is something you're going to start hearing a lot about in games with character creators that that the character creators don't allow for trans and non-binary options. Um, and when games are doing good about that, we celebrate it and we're going to start seeing more community pushback against every game that does not allow you that kind of separation. And CD Projekt way, Star Wars Squadrons. Yeah, Squadrons is great a about very that. Very good job about that. Voice, body type, face, all separate uh, from each other. You can do whatever you want, which is better than uh, cyberpunk. Uh, and it's great that cyberpunk that they that CD Projekt took the the choice to separate a lot of the body build options out. Um, but your pronouns are still tied to your voice, which for many trans people is a major pain point, because one of the hardest things for many trans men and women uh, is getting their voice tone to match what we stereotypically consider a man's voice or a woman's voice. And oftentimes trans people may physically like pass, which is a whole hard concept to get into long before they actually sound like we might conventionally consider a man or a woman to sound. So the fact that pronouns are still tied to voice is another point of pain that could have CD project could have known if they actually consulted trans people about these choices, which is something developers need to do more. Um, we talk a lot about the issues with queer representation in the game and, and queer characters. Um, to my knowledge, as I've heard, there's, there's almost no trans representation in the game. I think there's uh, one course. trans character. Yeah, but there's th one. it's also just shitty in its portrayal of race. Like you have a Haitian gang that's all voodoo themed, like it's the super voodoo boys, South the Park stereotypical. Um, but there's no Haitian people outside of that gang. All Haitians are gang members, right? So, like you have this, you, you have all of these racially stereotyped gangs in many ways. Um, but for the most part, those characters only exist within those gangs. So, Jeff, so I think you've got to Jeff, go ahead. Yeah, just no, just real quick. I was gonna say, yeah, like the Haitian gang, the voodoo boys or whatever has been in the headlines a lot. But one, uh, there's a good thread I saw the other week about the Japanese representation of the game. Yes. East Asian just, representations. Was, yeah. And it was like, everyone just has a fucking thick accent. Yeah. Like yeah. every single one, despite the fact like most of these people should and just be Americanized. Most. Like, yeah. After several generations. So egregious. The thing that's so egregious about that, that bothers me is like, a lot of that stuff is built in like 80s stereotypes and 80s fears. Yeah. And like it's it's so bizarre how they decided to just emulate a lot of very dated things from 40 years ago you in this game. You instead of instead of trying to instead of trying to update, you know, some of the commentary yeah. for the modern era. <laughs> like it, it's so weird that they're just like, we're going to make it like something from the eighties and yeah. then leave it. Like, it's so weird because like, I love a lot of really problematic stuff that sounds from the eighties. Like I like cyberpunk as a genre and I know there's a lot of fucking issues with cyberpunk so as a genre. And like, just seeing that they just tried to emulate the older stuff instead of trying to take to, to take something that, you know, started off problematic and evolve it is just, it's so frustrating. Well, so, and a lot of it doesn't make sense because you, you as we briefly mentioned, but didn't really describe in detail, um, the thing we got to do, because not everybody's as extremely online as us. 
is a lot of these characters, a lot of like the people in this Haitian gang, for example, um, a lot of these East Asian and and like specifically Japanese from that thread, but I've heard it's a problem throughout East Asian characters in the game, um, is that these characters oftentimes still have incredibly thick and stereotypical accents um, and use bits of their native language in ways that are not actually natural uh, in terms of their use. Um, but these are people who've been in Night City for generations. And like, you don't, accents don't hold over generations. Like we've, we've, we've seen that, that people, people's voice, second, third generation, like Americans are, 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 they pick up the regional accent usually with English. Like that's, that's how it works. So for all the Haitians in Night City to sound like they just stepped off the boat, or at least what some Polish person's idea of what a Haitian just off the boat sounds like is is really frustrating. Um, you shouldn't so, still be walking into markets and seeing an East Asian fishmonger with a goofy triangle hat speaking in broken English. Like it's so, it's incredibly fucked. So honestly. so we have so we have a Latino man on the podcast with us, CJ, and yeah, that's what I'm curious about. Like, how bad is the? Like, I'm, I, okay. I, I haven't looked into it because. Really okay. Like how bad is Latino? I, I really want. I, okay, I want to so, hear. So, like, so, all right. So, all right. So, I, CJ, I'm going to throw this edge because I have it right in front of me right now. Right. I have all the gangs. Like, I have all the. I have all the gangs in front of me right now. Here's the Latino gang, and I want to get your perspective oh, on this. Okay. Okay. The, all right. So they're called the they're called the Valentinos, okay. and their symbol is a V with a bunch of roses around it. Their purpose, as listed by CDPR is to seduce the most beautiful women in Night City. Oh, that's oh. fucked. Oh, that's They're some white replacement shit. I don't like that. To seduce. So this is a poser oh. gang dedicated to seducing the most attractive women in Night City. The more unobtainable God. she appears to be, the more attractive a target she makes. They do, they do not maintain. It, wait, wait, it gets worse. It gets worse. They do not maintain any turf and have no goals outside of seducing women. They are generally harmless to anyone except the husbands and boyfriends of every attractive woman in the city. Oh my god, this game just told me. <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> oh my god. What the fuck okay. is that? Oh. So, so like, I, I mean... That's fucked up, beyond Like, straight up. That is... That is Honestly, the most fucked up, the most racist shit I have ever. Heard. Oh, no, no, like I am floored. I okay, I I, th I knew it was bad. I knew that it, this game, like the representation, was gonna be bad. But I didn't think that they're just like, all right, let's pull from the you know fucking what what do they call them like um these old Walt Disney shorts from the past. We're gonna pull up the fucking. Like, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. All right, let's pull up this sombrero ring, like lazy Mexican stereotype as our like in our neon soaked future. Oh my god. That's yeah, I'm not picking I, this shit up. I, I'm, not I, I, I'm not gonna fuck. Yeah, like they lost me already. I'm, I'm, not, I, I'm, I'm actually looking at a picture of the Valentinos right now, CJ, and it is exactly what you were probably thinking of. Um, the the seduce the most beautiful women. Like that is fuck. their purpose. Oh, that oh my is god, their purpose. that's like. Ugh. CJ, I can't fucking imagine how that I didn't. Makes me I feel. hadn't heard about that one. Jesus Christ! I I can't even imagine CJ how how something like that. Like all like you know, we laugh about, it, we joke about it, but I can't imagine how that must make you feel. Yeah. Like, okay. Well, 
I, I can't speak for um i obviously look they're going after they don't care who they're going after because they think that all is probably latino people are, are um are mexican and that's what i would hear a lot um here but it, it, it so i can't really speak for that right that obviously is, is targeted towards a specific group of people whether cd project red intended to or not and i'm going to guess that they were fully intended to um yeah that's despicable i think that's gross that's really gross like that is like, I got I, like I I actually did not know that until just now when I read. No, it. But I, <laughs> I didn't mean, know it. I I look honest to God, it sounds like you're making it up, but then again, it sounds too fucking. No, it's right here. It's right here. Like, I, and it's again, that's like a Looney Tunes cartoon like level of racist. Like, like that's something that you would see in a movie from the '40s and think, okay, yeah, it's fucked up, but that was a different time. I I would never expect that's a, a game from 2020 set in the future, mind you. Oh God! There's a sec. There's a sec. I've 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 seen like some tweets from from Natalie Flores and like she's like furious that there's one really well written um, Latinx queer woman in the game that she really likes because she's like great. She's like actually mad that there's something that she really likes and connects with in this game because there's so much other awful shit. Look, there's Natalie in chat. People like just her. in time. Oh, hi. Hey, Hi, Natalie. <laughs> okay. Okay. And like, so, sorry, I just want so, to clarify. So like, so it's not even we... like the game attempts to like make commentary on this and flip the script and like say, hey, like the re like all so this the, racist the shit point... is problematic, right? It just ignores the, it from what I understand. The game just so, told me to get back on the boat. That's oh I'm my gosh. So, like, <laughs> the game every, is, <laughs> like the game from told. the people, from the people I've talked to, and this is, I think the most frustrating thing is like, there are interviews with, writers of the game where it sounds like a lot of some of this stuff was initially put in with good intent like they were going to maybe i don't know but like <laughs> there's like they like it's not they don't have any characters or any writing in the game that would actually link it to oh why these stereotypes exist what are they lampooning with these ridiculous ads that are all over it's they put that stuff in and then they put characters in the world and they didn't link the two. And so, linking the two is like the most important stuff that you do when you're working in this genre and to be able to claim that it's satire, that it's social commentary. They just didn't do any of that shit. So so if you thought the Valentinos was bad, wait till I read you the description of the Voodoo Boys. <sighs> now, remember that, and I'm going to throw a content warning out here. Um, remember, let me fix my mic there. Remember that the voodoo boys are made up of, of people of color, black men and women. Yeah. It's, it's Haitian specifically, right? So, right. Yeah. So this is a terrorist gang of drug dealers who will kill, torture and rape for any reason or no reason at all. No, 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 that, no, that, 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 that. I don't. Yeah, this one's hard. I know. I, um, I mean, obviously, the creator of the tabletop game was a person of color, and um, I, I think he. I mean, obviously, his views can't represent everyone. He claimed that there was some sort of like uh, reclamation intended because the 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 gang in the original game, I think, was white and was actually a commentary on cultural cultural appropriation. But yeah, like, here it's just the, fucked. The voodoo, the voodoo boys are are really really tough because Pondsmith has actually weighed in on some of that and like 
It I, seems I, like I he's just kind of dedicated to being an edge lord. Like, I'm not going to say he's a bad yeah. person, but it seems like no, it, like if you can trigger people, oh, my God, then we've succeeded. Like, there's a little of that going on in some of the interviews I've read. Like, no, there, there definitely is. But also, I think some people are using Pondsmith's presence as an excuse for some of the. Oh, he's a shield for I, sure. Yeah, I, he's, and, he's yeah. Yeah. thrown in there because like um, so unless I have actually hit. And I know he's, I just know specifically he's weighed in on the Voodoo Boys. And like, unless I actually have his words, I don't really want to talk too much about him or invoke his name yeah. because I don't know how much is CDPR, so how much is him. And I don't want to be like, I've seen people being like, well, a black man made this and he said it's okay. Um, okay. Kind of thing without, you know, there actually being that kind of influence. So I'm, I'm just not touching this one for now. <laughs> like, I know that, like, look, I want to, I want to throw something out there. We have a, we have at SDGC a very, very, very diverse audience. Um, you know, and, you know, people from, you know, people of all genders, of all sexualities. Um, and I just want to say. It's sometimes our, like, no genders. Like, we, right. And, you know, I, I just want to say that it is difficult it's one thing, like, it's difficult for us to talk about this knowing who a large swath of our audience is comprised of. I can't even imagine what it must be like for you uh, to great. hear stuff like that. Um, and I just want to say that, you know, like, you know, look, look, we can laugh about all the glitches on this online and, you know, we can talk about, you know, butt ass naked T poses and stuff. And it's all fun and games. But at the end of the, at the, end of the day, we do realize that this is extremely uh harmful to a lot of you and i mean we... i know i personally i personally have avoided retweeting some of like the harsh criticisms about representation and stuff just because i don't want to put that content on people's timelines that i know follow me um i i i and i i want to make clear i've retweeted a lot of the glitch stuff a lot of the dunks so have I. in the game not working and stuff um but there was an actual thought process in why I haven't signal boosted some of this stuff is because I know, you know, especially like some of these ads and the gangs and stuff, there are people that follow me that if they saw it would be very upset by it. And I just haven't wanted to put that on their timelines. Um, I, 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 I see the logic in that, but I also think as, you know, like Justin, you, you and I, for example, like, like, like Jeff said it great at the beginning yeah, Jeff, of this whole Jeff, conversation, Jeff, Jeff right? Like, it. Like Jeff nailed it, right? Like, like it's fine to enjoy the go go enjoy the game. Nobody's telling you you can't enjoy the game. But, but if you consider yourself an ally, then you have to consider who this game is affecting. Because this is straight white man, it's not really affecting you. Um, you know, there there's nothing harmful in this game if you're a straight white man. There's nothing insulting in this game if you're a straight white man. Um, that's not the case for everybody, and I think it's important to to recognize that and remember that. So I would say. For people like you know, you know me and Jeff and Justin, who are straight white men, it is also important for us to 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 raise these issues and say, you know, we have to stand in solidarity. This isn't okay. Um, and, and so, like, I, I get not wanting to put that on people's time. I totally get that. I probably put people shit on people's timelines that they don't want to fucking see. Oh, you fucking! I know I do. I, I know I do. I like it's not even a question. <laughs> it's not even a question. Like you know, like but but at the same time, there are there are people out there that this hurts, and I I feel like 
we have we have a responsibility to speak out against this. Um, so I don't know. It's a it, it's it's a it's a tough balancing act. It really is. I think, and I, I, think I don't. What I ask yeah, of people, um, because look, I don't have the ability to throw stones at people um, who buy cyberpunk and play it and even find parts that they enjoy in it. Um, because I know for sure somebody can dig through the list of, of games and movies and books and comics and things that I enjoy and find something in there that has some problematic content. Y'all, I fucking love persona, you know, and I've straight up talked at length about the issues I see in, in persona four and five, like (laughs) as as much as I love them and as much as I even think that we could have maybe more nuanced versions of the discussions we sometimes have about those characters and those elements. Like that's just not great. But Dude, the thing I've played, is I've played P4G three times and every time with Kanji, I'm like, yeah, oh, what oh. I'm not asking what people, what marginalized folks broadly are asking for is not for you to, to totally stop. Some people are asking you not to, I can't speak for them, but I will say that the vast majority of what I hear and see and what I want personally I just want you to consider, right? Like if you're going to play a thing, be aware of the parts of it that are bad so that if you're going to internalize the things that you like, you know how to at least excise like which parts are good and bad. Uh, I want you to be savvy and aware and compassionate uh, in your in your love for something. I want you to play Persona 4, right, and recognize that a lot of queer people are not happy with the way Kanji and Naoto are portrayed. Doesn't mean don't love those games. Doesn't mean don't love those characters and their arcs, but it means recognize that those problems are there. And I think where so much of the, the capital D discourse from the capital G gamers is so exhausting is all we're really asking is for people to acknowledge that there are problems. Um, and people take it so personally that they refuse to acknowledge that there is a problem at all because if there was a problem then they might have to face the fact that they like something problematic life gets a lot easier when you recognize you can like something and it have problems um, and um so, like and, and justin said it really well i just want to tie that into what derek said like there's also a difference between a game trying to tackle some really heavy subject matter and missing on some of it whether it's intention like I can I could see that a little bit different, like something in Persona where it takes some of these really heavy themes and some of them it does really well and some of them it's like, holy fuck, you missed the mark on this yeah. versus something where an entire game and an entire company, the entire attitude just seems indifferent and outright hostile. Like there is like, did you care? Did you try and still get it wrong or did you just not give a shit or, you know, actually just give up and say, we don't fucking care. Here's your game. I have a great example. Actually, you bring this up. I have a great example real shortly. Um, So like earlier today, I'm playing Batman Arkham Origins. It's the first time I've played through this game Uh, and I get to the Copperhead fight. Um, And like, there's a lot I like about this redesign of Copperhead. It's a great redesign. Um, She's a, a, a bad motherfucker. But at the same time, like as I'm doing the fight and as I'm vibing both with this fight and this character, I'm also recognizing like she's throwing out a lot of like random uh, Spanish words in the middle of her sentences in a very stereotypical way. And there's kind of the like stereotypical, like sexy seductress killer, uh, you know, Latinx like woman. And like, I'm recognizing that stuff's probably not intentional. It's probably informed by the fact that a lot of those problems are deeply rooted in the way we portray, 
uh, Latinx people in in media. Um, but like it's there, no, Derek, but that's it's just how we all talk. Yeah, I'm, for sure, I, for I, sure. Yeah, but I like just it's yell random words yeah. in Spanish all the time. <laughs> It's not evil, it's misguided. Thanks for confirming right? that, CJ. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, Last of Us Part 2 had some of this earlier this year, right? Yeah. They, com- they have a Latinx character that does the same thing. There's been criticism around, you know, the trans character that was in the game. Like, you can tell those characters were crafted with good intent. Yeah, yeah. But Nobody meant they for Copperhead. Up the execution. Nobody meant for Copperhead like, to be a racist execution. character. And that's like, and that's, and that's not harsh criticism, right? Yeah. That's just, hey, here's some criticism. Take it. Next time, do better. Yeah. But then but then you go to something like Cyberpunk and you've got the fucking Valentinos in there. Uh, you know, hey, what are all of the what are all God. of the Valentinos about? Oh, I see they're here for the white replacement. Like, you know, it's just it's it's that is not even I hesitate to even call that accidental. The fact that both the Valentinos and the Voodoo Boys are are largely men of color whose main job is is sexual conquest yeah. yeah well i don't know if there's women in in um the, the are, straight actually, up some of the most racist yeah shit but it's just, it's just like, it's just yeah. it's it, it deeply feeds into that stuff explicitly feeds into a lot of white nationalist rhetoric and i have a hard time calling that accidental um oh yeah, yeah th- there's no, a big they, difference they, they there that. Yeah. So, so i, I want to throw something over to cj real quick but i do want to address something that that was said in chat um somebody said um they feel guilty that they weren't aware of so many problems with this game and have no idea how they missed the conversations don't 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 feel guilty don't um, don't, like, don't if you didn't know if yeah, you didn't you know, know do you not know. beat yourself like, up over it like like i didn't know that shit about the valentinos until literally when i read it i was like oh no, i didn't know and um, i was still gonna eventually buy the game like i, I told it i'll buy it when it gets fixed like that like that that's how fast it took me to turn on it yeah <laughs> like, like, I just learned it better like right don't don't just like cj said like like don't don't feel guilty we're all here to learn right like nobody can know everything um you know and 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 again like again i stress it <laughs> nobody nobody here is telling anybody in our audience not to go buy and play the game if you want to go go do it it's your money just be aware of of the issues in the game and and who it might hurt that's all we're asking um also, because there's some there's um, some just, deeply problematic shit in this game and but that's also, not your just, fault if you didn't know it go ahead justin yeah and then if, i want to kick it to cj Okay, if you are in a position where you didn't know about some of this stuff, I would suggest maybe just trying to expand like some of the people you follow on social media and stuff to include, um, you know, maybe some more trans, queer, um, non-white voices, because they have been talking about this stuff for a while. And I know this game has had so much conversation around it. Um, Just try to look for some more people um, to follow, to listen to, um, because some of that stuff just goes a really long way. toward you know just broadening your horizons and making you kind of understand some of these issues more um and it requires very little effort (laughs) so uh so sorry john i just want to apparently derek wasn't aware of this and a lot of people in chat aren't aware of this and like it's been impossible to keep up with this game there's like on top of all the racist shit and the stuff against queer people there's also like there was just some weird shit. Like, so the, someone posted a description. It's a screenshot. Like, it's an actual description of the police force in the game. And it was basically <laughs> like, hey, this police force is, like, corrupt. And uh, they're just fed up with their jobs. And they're really stressed. So they beat people up and kill them. But some of the cops are good. And they strive for just, like, it was basically, oh. like, not all copping 
it and it's just there's like, there's a point yo. where your character your character v who is a criminal this isn't a dialogue option this is just something that v says in a conversation they actually say not all cops are bastards Oh, nothing in a more punk, punk game where you play as a criminal. <laughs> <laughs> more punk than helping the cop. It's like, it's listen, the thing of all. I won't repeat it, but there's also uh, um, some take on, I guess, a, a racist meme in there as well regarding uh, disproportional um, incarceration or oh, something oh, like oh, that. Oh, so there's like, <laughs> there, there's some, there's some fucked up shit in there. It's not an accident. It someone put it in there intentionally. It, so, someone took. I mean, an there's a also a whole nother. Oh, go go ahead, TJ. No, no, like someone yeah, took an, an AI and like had them read 4chan and then had them fucking write this game based on all the. <laughs> Every no, this is like somebody had to Google Homes go to 4chan and then write a script for a game. Yeah. Bro, this is like, <laughs> goddamn. I think so, Borderlands so, handled this stuff more tastefully, which is something. So, so, so yeah, but, I. I, I <laughs> I actually have a question for CJ. Um, Harkening back to stuff like the Valentinos, right? Um, you know, you're a Latino man. You're, you know, you are a person of color. When somebody like myself, when somebody like myself draws attention to stuff like this online, even if I'm shitting all over it, which I am, is this something that you want to see on your feed? Is this something that you that that you necessarily want to see, or or should I just not? Like I, 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 I don't. I don't speak for everyone, so again, it's like it's my my thing is I've already made a decision, right? Um, and I knew I knew the game was racist from the beginning, right? I I knew it was. Hell, I was on the last time I was on the podcast, we talked about how fucking racist this game was. Yes, yeah, um, that's right, we did. And, and then you and I talked Call of Duty and stuff too, which was fucking. And then like, like also. I, CJ has written a full review. Um, what site was it for, CJ? Game Critics. So on GameCritics.com. So I'm sorry, I don't need to plug my shit in right now. But like, I no, wrote... I want, I want to plug this because it was good. <laughs> I wrote an 800 word, essentially over 800 word review on why Black Ops Cold War is arguably one of the most racist games I've ever played. A game I bought and paid for. I paid seventy dollars to play this fucking game. Oh. Um, and and um, and I wrote about how racist it is. But, but John, like to answer your thing. I don't speak for everyone. Hell, I'm 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 not. I, I was born in this country. I, I I'm I'm technically American, right? In that way, so I don't. I'd like to think we can strike the technically part of that. Yeah, but you're American, bud. You're American, American. but okay, I'm saying I'm you're one of us dumbasses. I, I know what you're. I know. What, I know. I don't yeah, have. I, I don't have the same. I don't have the. I don't share the same struggles that a lot of other people share. Hell, I. I was lucky that I can pass for white, and I'm a man. So essentially, I have it a lot easier than most people, right? Um. Again, my my the, the only thing I, I I truly struggle with is my actual name. If you've written out, it it's very ethnic. So, and that's, that's, an, you know what I'm saying? So a lot of people will judge that based on before they even see what I look like. So John, with, with, in your case, I, I mean, I think you should draw attention to it. I just don't think you should dominate the conversation. Okay. No, again, that, no that makes perfect sense. No, again, no, you're right. My, again, I, like I said, I don't represent everyone, obviously. Um, I, and I'm, I'm lucky enough to follow a lot of like different, like diverse voices. I'm lucky enough to listen to my girlfriend who, well, I, who like, texted me once in the middle of the day complaining about why I was playing Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War knowing damn well it's so racist. And it's, it's all that, right? So I 
I, 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 again, I think that you should elevate these voices, but don't dominate the conversation, if that makes sense. Oh, wait, wait, wait. We no. have a, no. we have a statement. Same... We have oh. an official statement from CD Projekt. Somebody Red. woke it's up. Not, it's a, it's a nothing statement. It's just we're confirming Dude. that Sony said. Yeah, it. that's all it is. Never mind. Never mind. Mentioned <laughs> yeah, garbage. Okay, uh, good. So, 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 there's something. So, so we, but, but speaking of that statement, we do need to address the fact that this game is no longer even available for purchase on, on the PlayStation. PlayStation Network. Yeah. Um, um, guys, I'm ready. I. Oh, but, Jeff, sorry, go but, ahead. Uh, before, yeah. So, like John said, it's no longer available for purchase. And uh, according to our very own Finn, who just tweeted this out, you can no longer upload or even share media from it on the PS5. (laughs) Screenshots or video clips from this game. Probably because they don't want associated hashtags. No more T poses. Glitch videos. No more T. No more bare ass T poses. Could just be a technical glitch where like it's tied to the store copy of the game and just pulling it from the store disabled that like in unintentionally but yeah you can't share i don't think so on the ps5 and you can no longer buy it crazy that's fucking fantastic and when is microsoft gonna follow suit you know it's coming you know it's microsoft okay microsoft not only has a marketing deal for this game it still says microsoft and xbox one at the end of every commercial for this they released in april because the game got delayed so many times, an oh. Xbox One X that is themed after can you, Cyberpunk. Yeah. Can you imagine owning <laughs> an Xbox One X right now? <laughs> like that console can't even run the fucking game. What the fuck <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst version of the game. <laughs> Hope you have a fucking RTX 3090 so you can run this game at 1080p. Son of a fuck! <laughs> like. I didn't even consider the marketing deal with Microsoft. That muddies things. Yeah, no, it's... Sony could act a little bit faster, but Microsoft is probably extra pissed. Uh, um, So, am I about... Am I, yeah. Are we ready for us to go on and laugh about the state that this game launched in? Yeah, I'm sharing this stuff just because it makes me laugh, like... But I'm also mad about it, and I also want to talk about the people that worked on this yeah. game. But as far as I'm concerned, because, the bugs are the funny shit. Like, you know. Oh, yeah. That, that's part of the reason why, also, it's like there's so much shit around it that's problematic. It could be upsetting for people. The bugs and shit is really funny, and we're all getting some Schadenfreude from yeah. it. Like, Standing bare ass so, T posing on a motorcycle <laughs> is. T posing on a motorcycle is. That is one of the funniest bugs I have but ever seen. I love it. Ass <laughs> naked. I'm gonna fucking t pose everywhere, pantsless now, just all over the fucking place. Don't get me banned from Twitch, hanging John. Out, hanging out, except except on the channel. Like I don't Thank mind you. getting arrested in Thank public, you. but I can't have the channel shut down. If you so. fucking Google Duo me while I'm at work, fucking naked t posing, I'm gonna punch <laughs> you through the screen. I just want you to know I'm that. I'm gonna call <laughs> Justin. Go ahead. Okay, so quick summary for those who might have not have been following. So, aside from all the other stuff that we've talked talked about and spent a lot of time talking about, um, you know, there like some people in chat have even said they didn't know about that stuff. Perfectly fair. Like this was a very highly anticipated game from a company whose last game is one of the best games ever. <laughs> um, like I, I no. adored. Decade. Can I say according to many so that John shuts the fuck up? <laughs> okay, fine. 
it's Astrid. personally one that I I deeply love. There you go. Um, Much better. All right. <laughs> so. Uh, also, I, I also want to mention that CD Projekt Red has leaned into a lot of... So there's a lot of discourse, especially in gamer communities, about pro-consumer and anti-consumer stuff. And it's very tiring because a lot of it is misused. However, CD Projekt Red has really leaned into it. Um, they have tried to make themselves seem like this good pro-consumer company that really wants to um, that really wants to do what needs to be done for for players. Oopsie um, doopsie gamers, we didn't know that the PS4 version was in such a bad state. We made a fucky wucky. We shall hope you forgive us while we work on this game for you, you beautiful gamers. We love Derek, you so that much. That is one hell of a voice. Um, for the so they've really leaned into it. <laughs> yeah, and for people the have embraced it. You know, they run they run good old games, GOG.com, which is all DRM free stuff, and they've rescued a lot of stuff from um, you know, being irrelevant and lost. And there's just so the many promotion. things that they've really tried to do. And then they did the shadiest shit I've ever heard. I need to describe to you what the NDAs on this review process were. Because they only sent out PC codes. They made it sound like their PR company fucked up, which is why console codes weren't going up. It was CD Projekt Red's fault. That was that was a calculated decision. They gave developers five they gave sorry, they gave reviewers five days with a game this big. That's not a lot of time to play it and then write about it. Um they also so and they also basically said, and this isn't actually uncommon when it comes to reviews and reviews embargoes, but they said there, hey, there's a big day one patch, so we recommend that you only have people um, with PC specs above a certain level to play it because we're going to be patching it for, you know, people on lower level systems. And that stuff isn't uncommon. Like, there are times when reviewers get embargoes that list what's going to be in the day one patch so they know not to, you know, criticize it. Like, the developers are aware, they're working on it, and it will be fixed before anybody else. That stuff's normal. Here's where it crosses into completely bullshit territory. Reviewers were not allowed to use their own footage. They were only allowed to use B-roll footage provided by CD Projekt Red. Now, people right, have criticized Sony yes. for having some really harsh um, NDAs. And those, but those have been mainly spoiler reasons. They're like, hey, you can show gameplay from these sections that we've sh showcased before. But reviewers could always showcase their own gameplay and their own experience. CD Projekt Red just supplied every reviewer with the footage that they were allowed to use. That should have sent off a big red flag. <laughs> CDPR so, knew the state this game was in and very intentionally tried to hide it. So that people right. would buy yes. it in that first week without knowing what the game was like. And it worked because they sold over 8 million copies and recouped all of the development costs on day one. Well, sure, the yeah, budget so you, was you a plate of ham sandwiches. You don't need to feel bad yeah, for Yeah, don't okay. feel, do not feel bad for this company. Don't you yeah. fucking feel bad for <laughs> I'll find you. 
I, I mean, I, okay, you can feel bad for the people that are crunching their asses them. off to try right. to get well, this and game that's the thing, And that's the, and that's the fucked um, up thing. That's the fucked up thing is that, that they crunched on this game. That's the next thing I want to talk about. Okay, all right. Because, yeah. because I have a lot to say about this. Like, th- they released a game. There were so many people on this development team that were telling their bosses, hey, these console versions are not acceptable. Hey, we do not have good performance on people with lower-end PCs. Hey, we don't have time to do an actual next-gen version. I am sure the people that work at this company were telling their bosses this. And their bosses were like, gotta fucking release it this quarter. Um, We got this, man. We're good. We're good. (laughs) And now, and now, CD Projekt Red has publicly promised patches for January and February. I've seen the state that this game is in, even though I do not own it. It is not going to be totally fixed by February. And now, those people that were probably sounding the alarm bells about the state that this game is in are going to have to crunch through the holidays and for the next couple months when they can't... for something that probably is still going to be a mess after it to try to salvage their comp- their management's reputation. Um, and on top of that, this game has a lot of stuff pr- promised for it. They're going to be doing free DLC drops like they did with Witcher 3. There's going to be two major expansions. They're doing multiplayer at some point. They're doing next-gen versions. The work for the team, especially on a technical level, is nowhere near done. And it's made all the worse by the state that this game released in. And the management at CD Projekt Red is rancid and needs to be completely replaced. I like it's they basically sent a middle finger to probably over 80% of the people that paid the same amount of money for this game. Um expecting that it would work. Like, I mean, yes, there's COVID this year. We all kind of expect, especially big games, to launch with some bugs, some minor performance issues, but we expect them to be functionally working. This game has placeholder textures popping up everywhere. Like, the crowds don't function. (laughs) Like, you turn around and it's a different character model there because it's just randomly culling stuff. Um, It's... The cars, uh, the drivers don't have actual AI simulation for how to drive. Like, sorry, I I could go on and on. Like, this game is just yeah. I want to. This I, I team just, I, worked so hard. This team worked so hard to deliver on promises that their management made from them, and then their management didn't listen to what was needed to actually get it out the door, and that makes me so angry. <laughs> So yeah, no, and I just I, I I'm not trying to cut you off, but I do want to let other people uh cut in real quick. Um, who here has seen the glitch where you can fire over the heads of a crowd and they all duck, and then you turn in a 360, and with the minute you face them again, all the NPCs are gone. They're just gone. Yeah, it just despawns like, like, them rather than trying to work out a path. It, same thing happens Rap- with traffic. Um, I've seen like where where if you block traffic, the cars will disappear when you're not looking, rather than try to find the cars a way around the obstacle. So you can just like park and block the road. Um, I mean, there's, there's a lot of we've seen the the pictures of the street signs that have the like s- sample text subtext on it. We've seen the sign for Night City that's typoed. Like it's just this is can bad. We, can we please address ass or uh, or um uh ass out 
T posing. I, I please, I we've talked about so, ass out T posing for sure. So, so, so basically, so, that one, that one, I actually understand. You don't see the character's pants while you're driving. Sure, but don't need to render pants. <laughs> but, but, hey, but, why can men's dicks clip through the front of their pants? Why is why yeah, do they oh, need to D- render a DJ, dick? CJ, have you seen the dicks clipping through the pants? No, I haven't seen it, but I, I'm I'm well aware of it. And I'm thinking like like someone crunched to do that, like to, to to like make a dick model in a game for it not to work right. Not just one. <laughs> fucking clip the fuck. There's oh, yeah. two penis models. Hey, if penis is so game. good, why haven't they made penis two? They have. <laughs> Never mind. Like, like, so, I have a dog. Like, like I, I, you know, like I, I, I honestly, I, you know, this has to be unprecedented in the sense that I cannot remember a time when a console game was was released in such a especially such a widely anticipated game like 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 you know cyberpunk i cannot remember a time when a game was released and then delisted from console because it ran so bad to the and and then and now you can't even like the not sharing videos and clips to to twitter or social media is I I I can't even fathom that. Like, I I also I, want to share the stat that CDPR said fifty percent of their sales of Witcher Three were on PlayStation Four. Oh, Sony removing Cyberpunk is a big deal. Um, and also there was that investors call the other day where CDPR tried to kind of throw Microsoft and Sony under the bus. Well, that's because... the other thing. Like, you know, Sony's pissed at them right now. Like, oh, I'm sure because I, they, they did, did not. I, they, they did not go in. to Sony to for this refund shit. No, they they tried to pass off the issue to. So- I mean, and also PlayStation's refund policy it has always been bullshit, and they need to reevaluate it. But CDPR just tried to throw the issue off onto Microsoft and Sony. And they also called out Microsoft and Sony. They're like, well, Microsoft and Sony said we could release it because we were given waivers and certification. And that's also not an uncommon thing because CD Projekt Red is a studio that has a good track record when it comes to patching. And sometimes they could be like, look, we're working on a day one patch. We just need to be able to start manufacturing copies. Right. Um, right, right it'll right, be right. fine. And so they basically just said to Sony and Microsoft, we're going to take care of it. And then didn't. And are trying to get people to be angry at Sony and Microsoft for letting that through. CJ, like, that's not going to fly. <laughs> see, I, I want to ask CJ a question and then want to, I want to ask Jeff a question. CJ, how much, how much of this, um, like, did, did you know before you came on tonight about it actually being delisted from PlayStation network? Yeah. I made the joke. Oh, okay. Right, right. Okay. Sorry. I, I've had oh. a lot, I've had a lot to drink tonight. Um, I, can you, is there, this is actually a question for everybody. Is there a precedent to this? I I I mean, like I said, Arkham Knight got delisted of, off of. But but that's from. But PC. that's. Uh, I was gonna say that. Arkham that's, Knight that's on what PC. Is, what does it being for PC mean only. any different? Like, if you get delisted from Steam, oh. it's no different from getting delisted from PSN. Yeah, it's like, like a huge yeah. thing. Are you kidding? Like that game. That game. 
CJ, go ahead. No, no, CJ, go ahead and then Jack. No, but I'm saying, like, that's probably the only thing, because, like, that game, again, widely anticipated, massive game, when it came out in, like, the middle of the summer where nothing else is being released, it's a new, you know, Batman game. That game did not work on PC from what I remember it. From what I remember, like, it just did not work. It would rain inside the fucking, inside fucking Wayne Manor. Um, Like, um... Wouldn't it, like, unplayably stuttery and... Yeah. And, because didn't they, like, that was, like, a, uh, like, um... A different company worked on that port, didn't they? They're, they? They promised Warner Bros. and Rock City. No, we'll have it done like in like a short amount of time, whatever. Just we'll we'll, we'll do, it. and then it ended up not working to the point where Warner Bros. took it off Steam. Like Steam wasn't the one that um that that took it off. Was this it is Sony. <laughs> yeah, want to say it was high like, voltage. I, I mean, it's beside the point. It's one of the yeah. It's one of, but like so, this is I've never seen anything where the console manufacturer the is like. No, fuck it. We're not. We're we're gonna take this game off of our our storefront. And and, and so so I want so my next question, jumping off that, I want to throw it at Jeff. Do you think how much of this do you think is the game just being busted on consoles as opposed to how much of this is Sony being fucking pissed off at CDPR that that they were like go to Sony for a refund and Sony was like you didn't fucking clear that with us. Um, like how how much of this is the game and how much of this is Sony being fucking mad? Uh, which they should be yeah i mean i'm sure sony's not happy with the situation i don't know that it's that like emotional and personal i think they're just looking at it from a very pragmatic point of view and they're like how do we fucking stop this noise and this bullshit and they're like okay we'll just pull it from the store that's the quick like that's someone mentioned it in our chat or like or in our discord i think they're just literally trying to stop the bleeding and they're like we don't sell any more copies then we cut off the mad gamers we cut off the refund requests so I think they're just looking to just say like, okay, fuck it, we're out, and we'll just deal with this stuff here, and we'll make our own customers happy, and then they push it back to CD Projekt Red, and they're like, okay, uh, fix your shit. Until then, you know, that's it. This is your problem now. It's it's we're not having anything to do with it anymore. I, uh, to me, that's what it looks like. What they did, and I can't blame yeah. them. No, I can't blame them either. Um... I, 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 yeah, but I don't think it's that petty. I don't think Sony's just like, you know, fuck you for dragging our name through the mud. We're going to fucking, no, I don't think yeah. it's that. I think they don't want to deal with it. This said. is bad. When people yeah. who don't deal with gaming, like at the news station where I work at, twice in the past week, has the subject of this game come up over the headsets during the news, like in breaks and stuff. And and when people at a news station are talking about shit about a video game, like it's it's mainstream My- knowledge. You're just my mo- mother. Yeah. yeah. My <laughs> mom you who knows nothing about video games and technology. Um asked me yesterday, have you heard about this game that's so bad that people are spending hours trying to get refunds for? And this is a direct direct mom quote. Characters parts are falling out they're, of their clothes. <laughs> they're naughty bits. Justin, the naughty bits are coming out of their pants. She she's gonna she's gonna text you again saying, Did you hear that the same company pulled that Chinese game <laughs> from their store? <laughs> <laughs> Wild that PlayStation doesn't want to have to deal with this. You know. I mean their refund policies already. <laughs> I can't believe Jim Ryan would actually like go to the lengths to pull this. Uh. Justin, your mom, Justin, your mom asking you that is like my mom sending me a text message saying, 
John, what's this I hear about all the cock and balls coming out of characters' pants in a video game? That's that's <laughs> like that's vulgar. Just to clarify, John. that's vulgar. My mom, my mom can barely send an email. Like, like that's how disconnected from anything technology and gaming related. Have we checked? Has there been like an like an outraged uh, Fox News segment or anything about sex in in the cyberpunk game? Like, I don't know, but but I I, next week Justin's mom is going to start a YouTube channel and start pumping out cyberpunk videos. She's in her car yelling about CDPR. Sick of seeing the hey, fucking yellow one. The only person in our family allowed to make content while they drive is Finn. That that reminds me. You know what, Derek? Derek, you know what? I'm. It's actually interesting that we have not seen Fox News get mad about about uh, about you know, like you know dicks flopping around. In so it's because they want to promote the. It's because the game's racist, and, so uh, they like it. You, I, remember, I remember when Mass Effect came out. That's and what I was thinking they were, of. They were all mad. And those and those like and, TV and safe sex scenes were Derek, Derek, the Chiron, because Jeff Keeley was on Fox News talking about that. Oh wow. Way back when. And, <laughs> the, and sex the, the, Chiron, the sex box. The Chiron was sex box. <laughs> and and I just and and Jeff Keeley is so and one guy was like, one one guy was like, this is basically Star Wars meets Debbie Does Dallas. And you can see Jeff Keeley's soul evacuate his fucking <laughs> body. He was like, like "You don't Jeff, even know what a video game is." Jeff on Jeff's face, he was just like, "What?" He was like, "Why? What is my? What has my life come to that I'm here?" And and he and and his answer, legit. I remember this. His answer was, "I mean, you see the side of an alien booby." That's about it. <laughs> and I'm just like, "Oh my god." But uh, we are we are brushing up against our uh, our our end time here. Look at this. We filled out almost a whole episode with nothing but CDPR. And talk. we're fucking done with it for now, I hope. Yeah, I Jesus. There's more we could have talked about. Yeah, too. but we're done. I can't do any more. <laughs> but we're we, none of us want to talk. Like we 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 were talking, we're like, we gotta we gotta address this stuff tonight. But none of us really want to talk about this game so, anymore. Let me talk okay. about about people arguing over whether Monster Hunter Rise is going to sell more than World, right? No, let me I talk about dumb like, shit they're, like they're, that. They're, it's not gonna. I know. It's, I can't. I have no more room for discourse right now. I know of of like, any kind. What I will anything. say is this: we've got a lot of cool content coming up on Sunday. We're going to be recording. Um, we're going to be ranking uh the top JRPGs of the PlayStation One era with my with my buddy Zach Ryan from IGN. Uh, and we'll get that out to you next week. So please, uh, please look forward to that as, uh, as, as Square Enix would say about literally everything they do. Yeah. Um, and, and uh, uh, we got a lot of cool surprises coming up in the future. Um, we are, so in mid-January, I'll go ahead and announce this here. Uh, in mid-January, um, probably I am looking at the third weekend of January. We are going to be running a stream to raise funds for the Trevor Project. Uh, which is uh, which is something that uh, you know it's you know the Trevor Project. If you don't know, is an organization that combats uh, the the suicide epidemic among uh, young LGBTQ people. Uh, and we're going to be joined. We're going to have a lot of streamers uh, streaming with us. And um, one of the one of the organizations that is going to be in on this with us is Spawn on Me. Uh, this is all things that happened like today and john right. is like just excited to talk about very, it i'm very excited about it um um i'm i'm already working with the trevor project to set everything up and khalif and spawn and me are on board we're gonna have a lot of uh, a lot of cool streamers doing stuff stuff with us as well it's a, it's gonna be our this podcast's first big 
organized charity stream uh, outside of like extra other... life. Right. Yeah. So, so we're really excited about it. We're really looking forward to it. Uh, and um, I'm, so, CJ, I'm so excited. We're going to be working with, with I, I'm, project that yeah, is, it is, a, it is an organization I hold in extremely high regard. Um, and me I really, too. I really hope that if people are able to contribute, um, you know, that they do. And then if they can't right now, um, which we understand, you know, keep it in mind for whenever you want to make Absolutely. charitable organizations, uh, donations um, and are able to. And speaking of donations, this sounds a little gross, but we haven't plugged it in a while. Um, we do have a Patreon that uh, if you want to, uh, can we get a, can we, can we get a, a link to the Patreon uh, in the chat there? We have a Patreon. We don't gate any of our content. Thank you, Nightbot. Uh, we don't gate any of our content behind a paywall. We, and uh, we don't plan to. Uh, at any point in the future however we do go to uh every you know every packs uh and of course whenever packs comes back we'll be we'll be at those as well as long as it's safe we also and, need uh, new equipment <laughs> we need new equipment uh all, all all of your donations uh help us um help us to to get to packs and do the exhaustive work we do there to interview devs and bring you new content and we do do a lot of work at paxes like it's not a it's not a joyride for us. It's work. I die for wiped. a week and a half after yeah. every pax. We're we're wiped at the end of it. Um, but we do. But even if not, don't worry about it. Give what you can if you can when you can. Um, we also have a Discord there. We have like what like around two hundred seventy people in the Discord. Um, something, like some, something like that. Uh, and uh, it's uh, we got a we got a great Discord. Um, oh, uh, Daniel and says, this is my first time watching, listening. I enjoyed it. Thank you so much. And you know what? I'm going to gift you a sub right now. Um, and uh, we have a Discord. Please join our Discord. Uh, we have channels for uh, general talk, gaming, obviously, movies, and just a a nice little uh, a nice little place to vent. Uh, it's a good, want. very wholesome community. Absolutely, we have we have we have a great community. I I absolutely love our community. We would be nothing without our community, obviously. So thank you so much. Um, why is it not letting me gift a sub to 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 Daniel? Um, I don't know why, but I'm going to figure that out. I'm going to give you a sub tonight. I'll figure out what the hell the problem is. CJ, thank you so much for joining us tonight, bud. Yeah, You're man. a great podcaster. Uh, and it is always a, oh, here it is. I figured it out. Here comes your sub. Um, it's always a, it's always a pleasure having, having you on, man. You know that. I don't have to yeah, tell man. you that. And, uh, a pleasure to talk to you guys. Yeah, absolutely, dude. And with that, unless anybody has anything else, it has been a pleasure talking to you tonight. And uh, McCready Gaming says, y'all are so awesome. Thank you so much. You're awesome, too. And uh, we will see you next week at the same time. And no, we won't, because next week is Christmas. Next week is Christmas. And then the week after that is New Year's Eve. So we're off for the rest of the year, and we'll be back in January. But but we'll we'll do a stream or something (laughs) at some point. Like, like we're not going to be gone for two weeks. Yeah, we'll do some stuff, but the show is going to be off. We won't be doing the new show. So for for two weeks, but we'll be back and we'll be doing streams and and pre-recorded content and all uh yeah tune in for my bad takes on twitter have a great night everybody have a great week have a great christmas and new year and remember kindness costs nothing take care of each other